0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Trust and Believe. I'm your host, Sean T. Today is gonna be hype, fun, full of smiles, and learning about anxiety and how to work your way through it. We have the fitness marshal, AKA Caleb Marshall. Coming on the show today, he is a ball of amazing energy, and he's going to really give you some tips on how to live your best life and get through life doing what you love to do. Get ready to trust and believe.
1: Somebody say, hey,
0: yeah! No, no, no. What's up? you better than Oprah. Come on, y'all! This is Sean T. And
1: it's time to trust and believe. Wow. Nice.
0: Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. You have an Airbnb. Your home
1: might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
0: I feel like this podcast is going to be part messy, part fun. And extremely inspirational. I have the incredible and amazing and positive and the biggest smile on Instagram here, or probably on social media and probably all (laughs) of your fitness workouts, your dance workouts. Here with me today, Caleb Marshall. Most of you know him as the Fitness Marshall. First of all, before we talk about all of you, can you let me know where the Fitness Marshall came from?
1: last name is marshall right the fitness marshall just came because i was around my co-workers i was drinking sake bombs for the first time i would say probably like five sake bombs in and this one girl looks at me and she's like oh my god you should call yourself the fitness marshall and wear camo pants and be like a sergeant and i said oh my god shelby you're brilliant and then I just ran with it. And I was like, that's so funny because my family is all military. And obviously, oh, wow. I am this gay rainbow unicorn. And so I was like, how funny would it be for me to put on camo pants and be a fitness sergeant and call myself a fitness marshal?
0: I actually think it's so cool because, you know, most of the time when people think, you know, marshal, you know, or mm-hmm. and they combine that with fitness, they think boot camp. But in a way, I mean, you are giving a really super fun boot camp you be outside in the mountains. you would be all over the place just living your best life. But anyway, we'll get to that in a second. First of all, I just want to say thank you for lighting up my feed and bringing a smile to my face when needed. And also just being a huge spokesperson for the gay community. I don't even know, or LGBTQ plus community, I don't even know if you know what an impact you make, even on somebody who I think is older than you. I'm pretty sure I'm older than you. Even someone who's been around longer than you. I just love what you're doing. So I just want to start there. You know, it's Pride Month. But is, you know, why do you have such a passion to really express yourself and to, and to help people just accept and trust and believe in themselves?
1: I mean, I think it's because I I didn't feel like I could, you know, when I was younger. But I did have people to look up to in that were that were before me there weren't a ton of people but just seeing what it it felt like and feeling what it felt like when I just decided to be myself around my friends and be myself around my family and I just realized how much I was missing that and I wanted so badly to have felt comfortable when I was a kid just being free and being gay and not being ashamed of it and so when I leaned in to this, I was like, I'm going to be myself a 1000%. And if it fails, and if it's awful, that's fine. But at least I can do it knowing that I am a 1000% me once that camera turns on like I, I'll be, I will be I am gay as hell. And I don't care. And it's so fun, just to be able to express myself like that. And I didn't realize how therapeutic it was just for me personally to have that space where I didn't feel like I had to Pass as straight or uh, assimilate to any type of culture. I really just got to be myself and letting other people uh, of of all types just have that same experience is where I kind of found my purpose. But it really, from the beginning was just, I was so desperate to express myself in a way that I wasn't ashamed or embarrassed.
0: Yeah, it's really cool because you kind of understand that you were this way. You had to go through this process to get to really enjoy yourself and I definitely connect when that camera comes on. You're like, bitch, this is the only way I know how to be if it's going to be as authentic as possible. But I, you know, but I think what a lot of people are missing, especially other LGBT youth or people who are still in the closet and at my age, you know, it's that middle ground that people Mm -hmm. don't really see, right? Like, you know, in the gay community, it's like, when did you come out? When did you come out? But a lot of it, that growth happens between the time that you realize that you're gay and mm-hmm. and that coming out story. So what was the process in between there for you to really get to be this super vibrant, you know, happy, positive person that accepts you for you?
1: I mean, I think for one it was always really hard for me to fake and to be anything but myself and so I think being so painfully authentic, I really didn't know how to to fake it. And the more that I was trying to fit into something else, the more unhappy I was, the more uncomfortable I felt. And I, I just realized that even though it was scary and, and I had so much fear, it was so much easier when I just decided to be a thousand percent me and be joyful and happy and not be scared when I'm doing something that is perceived as feminine or perceived as something other than what's normal. And, and that just gave me this, I feel like power. And every time I did it, I felt a little bit more confident. Like I could maybe touch someone else a little bit more and just being myself. It just filled me up in a way that I couldn't imagine not doing that.
0: I've seen you do um, one, maybe two, but there was this incredible reel or TikTok that you did with your mom that was just like so funny. And obviously she gets you and loves you because obviously you're posting her all over social media. But what was it like? Like, did you grow up in a place that was super liberal that really understood you? Was it easy for you to, to come into that to come into your own, or was it a bit of a struggle?
1: No, it was a struggle for sure. I grew up in um, Indiana, right in the middle of it, very conservative Christian town. And my whole family was very conservative, wasn't raised with any gay people in their lives. That really wasn't even an option. And so for me, I really struggled with my identity and feeling comfortable around my family. I mean, I knew that they would love me, but I knew that it wasn't the life that they wanted for me. I knew that there would be issues with acceptance. And so I hit it and I was kind of forced out when my mom found my phone and she like saw text messages between me and my boyfriend. I was like, oh my God, like now I have to come out. This is it. And it it wasn't like this fairy tale where it was like, oh, this is wonderful. We love you, accept you. It was a journey. And at first it was this is not okay. You have to change. You can't do this. And then it moved very quickly, I would say into, we want to learn. We love you. I was never kicked out. I was never like, I was never abused or anything like that, but it was a really long process of me kind of having to educate my family and educate people around me, which is something that it's not fun to do when you're also trying to come out and trying to like experience life and, and really come into your own. And so when you're in that process, the last thing you want to do is kind of explain to everyone what you're going through because you're really still figuring it out yourself. But I am lucky in the fact that my family really did come around and they really loved me first, no matter what. They were just it was a lot scarier for them than I think it is for a lot of families today which is great.
0: Yeah. Kudos to your family. I'm giving them props right now if they're listening. Uh, in addition to that, you know, you, you brought up the point of, you know, you trying to figure it out for yourself as you're coming through while also trying to educate other people. And you're like, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> Holy. How do you feel like, you know, again, and I like to bring this point up, you know, Caleb, you are super, you're just an exciting extremely bright light. Every time you come across anything you're doing, you are unbelievably happy, but I also know that you're also very vocal about the anxiety and things you struggle with outside of that. And I think that, you know, I'm we're similar in that way. Like I definitely have mental health struggles for, for many different Mm -hmm. reasons and I've, I've been to therapy, but I think a lot of times people see someone as happy as you and they may hear you talk about, you know, the, the anxiety or the, any kind of mental health struggle. And they're yeah. like, well, is he being real? And I'm like, it doesn't, it's not like it cripples you all the time, but it, it definitely has an effect on some parts of your life. Can you talk about your anxiety? Cause I believe that there are people out there who may be going through similar things.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a daily struggle for me. It has been since I was a kid and it's only, I don't want to say it's, I've, I've just become, um, become more aware of it and kind of, how it manifests and what it does. And so it's really scary to to have something like that and to go through it, but it's so powerful when you can talk about it and share your experience with others because it's a sense of this community and like, oh my gosh, I'm not crazy. You're going through it too. We all have these things, but when you see people on social media and it's like you said, every post, it's like me smiling, me dancing, me happy. It's so easy to think that that just comes so naturally to me when it's really like those moments are like those, I don't want to say they're the rare moments, but they're the best. And so Mm -hmm. it's like when I am dancing and doing my thing, I am genuinely happy. Like that brings, that is my medicine, it's my therapy. It brings me so much joy, but that's really the, that's the only space where I'm like that. I am charismatic and happy in so many other aspects of my life, but day to day, if you, saw me off camera, you'd see me struggling with anxiety, almost paralyzed by it in my head so much of the time. I I feel like a lot of times without the dancing, I don't know how I would get through the day. Like if I didn't do what I do and if I didn't feel so passionate about helping other people and just kind of expressing myself in the way that I do, I think that I would be in a really bad place. And I mean, I have been in therapy for years I go to therapy uh once I think once every two weeks still to this day I mean my partner Cameron I lean on him so much just for like daily day-to-day struggles and it's like I just want to talk about it because it it is so easy for me even to go on social media and see someone even like you I'll be like, oh my God, Sean's killing it. How He's doing this and this and this. I'm so inspired. I wish you could be like him. And it's just like you never, I would never think, oh, Sean's, Sean's going through anything. Like in, in my mind, it's like he's a superhero. And I think a lot of people feel that way. And so it's just so important to talk about it and be like, no, I'm a human too. I just press record and I can put on a show because I'm a performer. That's what I do. But I'm also a person.
0: Mm. I think it's, So, I mean, I've never done a study on this, but it's so interesting how a lot of group fitness instructors have had or do struggle with mental health and fitness is their outlet because I don't know how much you know, but even for me, I was on depression medication when I first started teaching classes and I would go to class and I would literally forget. Like my, my body would just come into this, I get the chills singing about how stressed I was walking into class and then teaching yeah. class. And I was just like, wait, what was I stressed about? And how much <laughs> fitness and specifically dance, because that's where, that's the first class I started teaching, a hip hop aerobics class. But it was it's amazing how that movement and the sweat and the endorphins and the, The mental clarity you get and it takes you, you kind of get out of that space and it, and it holds you over for a little bit. And so for people out there, you know, I'm, I'm, I want y'all to know that, you know, if you're doing Caleb's workouts and my workouts, we know that before you press play, it's really hard to get started because that's. You know, but when you get inside that zone,
2: yeah. it does
0: bring you joy. I just need to know your process because you are cray <laughs> to the mother bleeping Z. Like, I am like, he is, it, are you in Runyon Canyon where you're shooting?
1: It's in Griffith.
0: Oh, okay. Griffith Park? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like, there are people walking by him and his friends are dancing. I'm like, I don't know if he has a, I'm like, I want to come be in one of your workouts. So how do you, how do you prep for that? You know, what is the, what is the lead up from you getting up in the morning to going out there to really kind of like living in that free space?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, everything leading up to every dance that we do is me listening to a song getting in my, playing it, literally laying on the floor, trying to just have the choreography come into my head. I'll get up and I'll do something. And then it, I'm not kidding you. It could be, I'll get it done in 15 minutes or it will take me five hours. And I will I will try to work on a variation of a step touch until I feel like it's something different or unique. And I will get so stuck in my head. I'll run and grab camera. I'll be like, I'm quitting. I suck, I'm done. And it's just every time you would think I was making of like this album that's going to be nominated for a Grammy. Like in my head, I think the dances that I do are way more important than they are, which I think a lot of people that are creative, no matter what you do, it's just you take things seriously. But sometimes I do it to a fault. So once I get past all of the mental blocks, the self-sabotaging, I get something I love, (laughs) then... I have the girls come over and it's so funny because they, I mean, the backup dancers, we, I show it to them once or twice and they're like, okay, like we're good. I mean, the the prep time is so minimal. And when we get to that mountain and we're lugging all of the equipment up, I mean, it's me, Haley, Allison and Cameron, my boyfriend slash manager. And so it's just us carrying the tripod, carrying the camera on our backs, hiking up that mountain. There are bugs everywhere oh my god we're getting bit (laughs) the whole time there are groups of people who are passing as we're like practicing and so we will like pause the music if there's a group that's coming that and that we feel uncomfortable because we're like they're gonna judge us they look so cool we're up here acting crazy on this mountain (laughs) but then we just run through it a few times and it's just like once we press record i don't know what happens but it's like something shifts because right before i press record. I'm like, I'm hot, I'm tired, I need more coffee, I've had too much coffee, I just wanna to go to bed. But when we press record, it's just like this magic happens. And for the next four minutes, we are these fitness pop stars. And it's just like you embody this whole thing. And it's funny, cause you were talking about how like before class you'd walk in and be like not in a great place. And then you start teaching class. And that is me so many times, it's like, everything in my head is often like you shouldn't be here. Like you just need to go like crawl in bed if you're feeling anxious or feeling whatever. But I never ever let myself, I never let that voice win and I always make myself do it. And as soon as it starts, it's like you said, I'm in this space from I'm I'm just in the moment and in the present. Mm. And that to me is like, that's why I love doing this so much is because the gift of being in the present is something that's so hard for me. And so when I get to be there, I just thrive.
2: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Let's talk about the building of your business because you have um, 3.2 million subscribers on YouTube. Yes, I'm looking at my notes because you got a lot of numbers here, young fella. <laughs> Um, with over 400 million views, talk really? about that process wow. and, and, um, how many, like, did you run into any hiccups along the way?
1: Oh my God. What well, wasn't a hiccup? Um, <laughs> so for me personally, I went into the creation of the, of the fitness marshal because I was in, a bad place. I was going through my first breakup and I was like, oh no, what am I going to do with my life? I was in college and I was going to school for video production and I was coming to the realization that I did not want to do that. And so I just kind of leaned in to what made me happiest, which was these cardio hip hop classes I was teaching at college. And so I just took the dances I was doing in class, put a fun brand behind it and threw it on YouTube. And so during my senior year, I was, I mean, I put way more effort into YouTube than, than I did school and somehow (laughs) I did. Okay. And I got out, but like during those eight months of my senior year, I was just posting and posting. And it was just for me. Like I was so excited to share kind of what I did and distract myself from all of like the dark thoughts I was feeling. And by the time I graduated, I had hit a hundred K on YouTube and mind you, hitting hundred K on YouTube when every single video you post has a copyrighted song and it means that you make no money. And so Mm. I, I didn't go into it, this business plan. It was really just genuine passion. And so around that time I met my partner Cameron and he was like, why aren't you teaching classes like touring? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? And I'm like, I just like to dance and make videos. And so he (laughs) kind of helped and, and kind of gave me the confidence to tour because I never thought anyone would buy a ticket to see me perform. Like, I was terrified. And he made me set up our first class, and we sold that out. And then we sold out the next one, and then we got a bigger show. And it just kind of evolved from there. And luckily, my best friends were in all of the videos with me, and they kind of all graduated college at the same time. And we all decided hey, let's actually put everything we have into this. No one's really making money. So we all have side jobs. But then it became, okay, let's figure out how do we monetize this? Let's Mm. do the tour. Okay, let's try to do merch. Oh, merch really isn't working out. What do we do then? Let's pivot. Maybe like last year, we decided let's start our own activewear line. Let's come out with other products. And then we eventually decided to do a membership service where we do like live streams on YouTube every single week. But it was just like six years of how am I going to pay rent? What are we doing? Oh, are we, we're getting sued. What do we do now? It's so many hiccups and so many times where we were like, I just want to quit. I mean, like there have been so many moments where it seems like this is the end of the road. The views are going down or, we can't use the music we want to use anymore. Or like, there's nowhere to go from here. And especially with kind of the space that we're in and using music, it was so hard for so long. And the only thing that paid my bills was passion and prayers. (laughs) (laughs) But we got to the point, it was so funny because I mean, we were like five years in and we got to the point where it was like, okay, we can't use music anymore. Like, uh, just a lot of bad things are going on, and we can't monetize this. Where we all moved out to LA together, what are we gonna do? Like, nobody can pay their bills. And then I'm not kidding you, like, a month later, these record labels start reaching out and paying us to do their videos and paying us to use their music. And it's like a total 180 flip, and all of these doors started opening. And it's just like, holding on and doing something that we love was really what got us through. And I think that if we were in it for the money or in it just for the business at first, I think it would have been really hard to get to kind of where we are. Um, but I think that in hindsight, it's always important to have a, a business plan and kind of have an idea of where something can go and how you can monetize it. Cause that was what I was very naive about. I was like, the world's just gonna open up somehow. And it took a lot of just hard work and patience and being strategic to not really sacrifice what i loved but to be able to do it in a way that i could build a business and actually and make something out of this and give my friends jobs and, and mm. be able to keep doing this for as long as possible.
0: I'm, I was similar. So I, I I left a full-time job in the corporate world to go dance. And I was a starving artist and I was in L.A. And I was very similar to you. I was like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Mm. And I think for me, because I knew with being in corporate world was like and going into an office and sitting at a computer and putting together programs and while I did do some movement it was not for me right so I was just kind of like I don't know like sometimes I feel like you may not have the business plan but your passion will win and yeah I mean I think money was always oh god I want to make money but if you you know kind of stay the course, I think a lot of those things will happen. I was actually on TikTok yesterday, and you know how they stitch videos, and I mm-hmm. think one of the one of the things was the woman said, uh, you know, name one thing that was like a light switch moment for you, and there was a woman who said she went to school for you know x amount of years, lots of education you know, was in a biz, was working for a company and she was in it for 10 years. And, you know, she told her husband, I really don't want to do this anymore, but I spent 10 years doing this. And he was like, um, so are you going to spend the next 40 just still not doing what you want to do, you know? And so it was like yeah. an eye-opening moment for her to be like, you know, I want to go after what it is that I really love to do. And. I've been on both sides of the coin. I was able to make a lot of money not being excited and happy. And then I was, even when I was a starving artist, I was happier than I was when I was making more money. And then obviously now Mm -hmm. doing what I love to do. So I just, I say all that to say, I think one, it's amazing that you stayed the course. Two, you were able to pivot and you didn't have friends that ran away from you (laughs)
1: because
0: having a, a support system, especially through all that you've been through, is, is extremely important. Let's talk about your subscription service. I think that's really important to talk about. What's it called? Uh, I usually say this for the end, but because we're talking about it, how can people actually find you shaking that ass all over the place? Hey.
1: Yeah, no, it was really exciting because during, I am um, like, I mean, right before the pandemic hit, that's when we decided to get into the subscription service and kind of offer what we do on YouTube because on YouTube every week we post like a three minute follow along dance video. So it's very easy to jump into, but a lot of people want that longer form workout. And we really hadn't had a way to provide that yet in a way that made sense for our channel. And so YouTube like just started offering this membership option. And so we decided to make a subscription service on YouTube and offer like 30 minute and 60 minute weekly live stream workouts. And so the beautiful part of that is what people love about what we do is how real it is, I feel like. And so you get to see me mess up, you get to see us just like laugh and hang out and have fun. And it really (laughs) is just, you forget you're working out because we're like literally laughing the whole time. But it's just a really nice way for us to be able to connect with people and so once the pandemic hit it was like oh my gosh this is this is getting me through because we can all actually connect and be here live and and do this with each other and we're in our living room the whole time doing it and so it's not like we're in a studio it's like i am i we take our kitchen table push it into our kitchen and then just turn that <laughs> space into a studio and it's so great. And it's on YouTube. It's really easy to find. You can just join our memberships right from our homepage, but it lives right on our channel. So every single week, if you're a member, you just get a notification and it's just like a regular YouTube video you watch, but it's an hour long. And so it's just been something that makes so much sense for us and something that's kept me, like I said, present and connected with people because I have not, I haven't danced with people in over a year and a half. And I didn't realize how much I missed just doing anything in person. And I mean, I think everyone's experiencing that. It's not unique to me, but I mean, the other day, I think I just did a private event last week for like literally six people. And I had the time of my life. I felt like I was on in Madison Square Garden. I was like, this, oh my God, this connection is incredible. So um, anyway, yeah, the memberships are something that we've really been able to kind of do in lieu of tour and just to kind of give people that weekly long form dose of fitness martial which they've never been able to get before.
0: That's super cool. Um, and I'm with you on the pandemic thing. I was just with, in terms of like, relationships and people I was just like this is a lot and I've been very vocal about even just being on zoom calls and you know things have been it, it really stressed me out and I actually did um, I actually did some research on why things like that stress us out and one is because we're either looking at ourselves we're trying to read other people's thoughts we're used to actually moving wow. You know, even though we're dancing or you're dancing, you're still moving with people is such a, it's so different than moving on your own, you know, Ugh. and not having anyone there. It's a, it's such a, a crazy thing. Yeah. But I, I believe that if I can be a little weird for a second, I believe that humans, like the energetic connection between two people that aren't even touching is extremely powerful and fueling. Mm-hmm. And I think that what we went through last year, you know, everyone dealt with it in their own way. But I believe that, especially if you are a live group exercise instructor, or even if someone who likes to speak at live events or throws events, it really kind of threw your equilibrium off in a really odd Mm -hmm. way, but up here. Um, Yeah. which, Which kind of takes me to the next thing I want to talk about. You actually have found a way to take, you know, your struggles from obviously being gay, growing up gay, having to educate your family, all the way to your current struggles with anxiety, obviously being able to find the outlet in fitness and find peace and fun and motivate other people through fitness. And now you have a podcast. Um, <laughs> tell me a little about your podcast. I, You know, I have to be honest. I haven't listened to your podcast yet. I know it's messy, <laughs> but I am inviting myself to be on a guest one day soon. But yeah. anyway, tell me tell me about it or tell us yeah, about so it. So
1: it's funny, my um, backup booty, Haley, who's also my best friend from high school and my last girlfriend, um, we started. We gotta, a wait,
0: we got way too much to talk about. Hold on, boy, wait. Before we get into the serious stuff, this is your last
1: yeah. girl. Let me pull my hair to the side
0: for a second for this one. Excuse me.
1: <laughs> so, so, she was. I mean, the we. She was my most serious relationship in high school but yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was that was the last one and then i was like okay all right i have had it we're done but we've been best friends ever since and it's so funny because we dated when we were like 15 but for some reason it's still like she's my ex girlfriend and there's always going to be that energy there and it's so funny to me and so we started the <laughs> podcast like in the like right before the pandemic hit and so we kind of figured it all out as we were going but we're really just just talking and bantering. And it's just funny because like our personalities are so different. And I feel like I'm more agreeable and just let's go with the flow. And she is very opinionated and she is very smart and knows a lot of things that I don't. And it's just a lot of like (laughs) back and forth, back and forth, her saying shit, me saying shit. And it's just (laughs) nice to be able to like hang out in, long form and we actually had we had to take a break the past couple months because i just moved and so we've been Mm -hmm. talking about we're going to revamp it really soon and get back into it which i'm so excited about it's just a really fun way to connect with people and i think i miss that so much too when we're doing like the videos and the dances because a lot of times it's just like me as a fitness instructor but i really i feel like there's a whole side of me that people don't see or don't know because most people don't hear me speak other than like one more rep, whip your hair, <laughs> and it's just like there. I'm not always screaming and shouting, so right, it's it's right, nice right. to show that.
0: Um, speaking of whipping your hair, are you going to any pride events, any
1: parties? Are you are you like I'm staying my butt home? You know, if they're, you know what? First of all, I am vaccinated and I am ready, so like <laughs> I will go to the first party that I can. I don't know if they're doing anything. Like, I don't know if LA's doing a pride or whatnot. I'm doing a lot of virtual prides. I'm going to be a part of the um, YouTube pride 2021 event. Um, we filmed a special video for that. I am going Not to be school. opening up the, it gets better um, pride event, which I'm really excited about. We're doing like a 45 minute workout, um, all virtual, but I, I mean, the minute I can just be in a room full of sweaty gays dancing to rain <laughs> on me, I will be there. That's
0: all I want. <laughs> all let me I tell want. you something. I have, I personally have not wanted that in probably since I was 29 years old, which was 14 years ago. And because of the pandemic, I'm like, bitch, bring me the loudest, wildest, most lady gaga up circuit party you can uh... ever bring me. Uh, and let me just, you know, wear whatever I want show as much body as I want and live my best life because it's Pride Month and we should be out here showing the fuck out, okay?
1: Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. I literally bought an outfit. Like, I bought, like, a cute little crop top for Pride. Like, I have nowhere to wear it, (laughs) but, like, I am ready. I I will change in a heartbeat. Just give me the address.
0: One city, one Pride, 2021, Friday the 25th through Sunday the 27th. In L.A.? I'm going to be. In West Hollywood, you know where I'm going to be.
1: I will see you there. I will see you there. I will go right now and wait.
0: You should okay. literally do an entire reel in the middle of that nonsense.
1: But um, Stop. No, we, <laughs> people would lose their mind. Just when I stitched your reel, people lost their mind. They're like, oh, my we, God, my favorite fitness guys.
0: You should send me one of your favorite routines that you've created. I do it. And, and you, uh, and you remix me, but I'll be like, this is, you know, Caleb's choreography remix and have, and have people remix me and us. So you have to send me your favorite routine. That'd be fun. You know, we are in pride month again, and obviously you are a huge voice and, and probably don't know how much you're inspiring, you know, gay people or all kinds of people, I should say, out there, shape, sizes, and everybody in between. But how would you tell and help people trust and believe in themselves going forward in their lives?
1: Oh, God. Um, I think that the person that you are right now, mentally, physically, that's the body. This is the mind that's going to get you to wherever you want to go. So if you can't start by loving where you are in this present moment... You're not going to get to where you want to go because this is the vehicle. So you have to appreciate what you have, work with what you have, and celebrate it because it's going to be a journey. It's not going to be overnight. It's going to be a lifelong thing where you're going to have to work towards becoming and being that person you want to be, whatever that means to you. But this right here, this is good enough. It's worthy enough. It's valuable. And it has all of the tools to get you to that place in your life.
0: Caleb I am so happy we got to hear and see for me if you're watching this on YouTube the man behind the moves the man behind the smile thank you so much for being extremely transparent and I think just that alone is going to help people understand that they too they too can move through their day and even if they're struggling find a path to smile each and every day and you guys need to go follow this man on like every (laughs) platform possible and wait and stay tuned for our reel that we're going to do. Because I'm going to shake, 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 shake that. Caleb, thank you so much. I appreciate it.
1: All right. Thank you, Sean.
2: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions, like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too.